from Peterborough. This is PCR. One station for many communities. This is PCR.
Ah, good evening. Welcome to the uh, Doc Mason Show, Peterborough City Radio, 103.2 FM. Uh, we started the show there with a song by uh, Dead Reynolds and a song called uh, Hurricane. Our live band in the studio, or live duo in the studio, are Canyons. They come from uh, Northampton. And the next track coming up to you uh, from a band from Australia. They're called uh, Forklift Assassins, and the song's called Wheelman.
Oh, my microphone's just dropped out of its holder. What's going on there? Hold on a minute. So if you hear a load of noise, it's just me fiddling around with it. It's all gone a bit wobbly. Not me, the microphone. Anyway, that was uh, Forklift Assassins on a song called uh, Wheel Man. Uh, I understand there's been a bag accident on the uh, Frank Perkins Parkway. Not sure if it's uh, westbound or eastbound, but probably best to avoid uh, Frank Perkins Parkway completely. Uh, this is a band called Flynn, or an artist called Flynn, I think it is, and a song called Eat Later. Before your eyes lay open Leaking out reasons for lies that you told them A weakness avoided, at least it awarded A peaceful few moments, be them beating and phony Feeling phony, feeling methods, need some money And I'm bored, freaking out, then falling backwards Running through the zombie horde Remember that you're poor and you wanna go out Hit the floor, have some more You ought to go sweep the pavement Where the text from Your lips and draw a smile, replace it Relax, enjoy the show Tilt your head right back That was Flynn, and uh, I'll eat later. Apparently, the uh, traffic is cleared uh, on the uh, Frankburg, no, Neen Parkway, I think it was. Uh, 
uh, eastbound. So, yeah, accident has been cleared, so traffic's not quite so bad. Uh, this is a band from Belgium. They're called The Breath of Life, and the song's called The Shining. Dedicate this one to uh, Stuart and Heather up in Nottingham. was a breath of life. See, I was breathing in. Breath of life, I need it. Yeah, Shining from Belgium. Uh, this is a local singer-songwriter. He goes by the name of uh, JSG, also known as uh, John Goldrick. Used to be a presenter on the station a long time ago. Anyway, this song's uh, called Mirrors.
will a career in the construction industry take you? Discover your possibilities at princebuild.co.uk. At Princebuild, we've been caring for, maintaining and building properties for over 50 years and we're looking for new talented people to join our team across a variety of roles. We offer great employment benefits. So if you're a multi-skilled operative, electrician, gas engineer, design manager or project manager, we'd love to hear from you. Apply today at princebuild.co.uk. Prince Build, your career built on our success. Hi, it's Chris McDaid here. Please join me every Thursday night from 9pm as we go back to the 80s. On the show, we have features including your 10-year guarantee, where no year is left out. We have 3 from 1, your top 5 countdown, as well as your 80s classic rewind. In the last hour, it's the 80s open hour where you decide the playlist. You can give us a call on 01733 237525. Three hours of the 80s from 9pm every Thursday with me, Chris McDaid, only here on PCRFM. that I sent you. Peace and happiness my way. I'm trying to learn to seize the day. I'm trapped in a tiny box in May. And I'm stuck in neutral down this road. Better shift in gear I'll explode. Oh, 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 oh,
Oh, that's a nice catchy number. That was the uh, Cole Cross Band who come from uh, Norwich and a song called uh, Neutral. Now it's time to go over to our guests this evening. We've got uh, Mark and Steve from Canyons. How are you doing, guys? That's what I like to hear. Uh, you're down to two. How many usually is there in the band? There's uh, normally five of us. Five of you. So you're doing a bit of a stripped-down set this evening? Yes, yeah, yeah. We've, uh, we lost one to New Zealand. He's gone. He's not coming Oh, he's back. not coming back? Uh, we've got a couple down, couple down with the lurgy, so... Oh, dear. Hope it's not too serious. What's the first track you're going to play for us tonight? Uh, we're going to play a song called Lost in This World. Off you go. Guys, thank you. Thank you. Nice welcome. So you, you guys are from Northampton. What's that? What's a uh, 
Live music scene out in Northampton. Uh, right? Nor- Northampton music scene is, is thriving. That's we've good got, to hear. We've got um, we've got some great promoters, good venues, loads of bands, lots of lots of kind of young indie bands who are who are too good. They're really good. There's always loads of good bands though, wherever yeah, you are, aren't there? Really, it's, it's, great, it's a great place to be. I mean, I I, I grew up there. Mm-hmm. Um, I grew up there, and, and in the eighties, there was there was there's always been a scene yeah. there, but there was never the sort of quali- level of quality of bands that there is now. That sounds good, then. It sounds promising, doesn't it? Y- yeah, it's, it's, it's great. It's great to see. They've done a great thing with all the venues as well. It's just in the last few years, there's venues that have been there for years that have just all, all had a, a, real, a serious spruce up. Everywhere's got great PA, great sound guys, you know, lighting, yeah, every, you yeah. know. There's, the, that's really, there's a, a that's, really good yeah. handful of venues in town now, yeah. That's really nice to hear, because I, I would get a lot of people come on this show and they say, oh, it's absolutely dreadful, we can't find anywhere to play and all this, that, and the So if you're listening to this show, get over to Northampton and start absolutely. playing, yeah, isn't it? That's the one. Yeah, yeah. You know, and of course, you've got the Roadmenders there as well, so bigger bands can come and play, can't they? Yeah, the, well, ro- right? the Roadmender, <laughs> it's, it's not what it used to be for me. Is it not? Um, I've, I, I mean, if I, if I had to make a top ten of all the gigs I've seen... Yeah. Nine of them would be at the Roadmender. Yeah, you know, yeah. I've seen so many great, yeah. great acts there. Now they tend, they 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 focus more on um, old acts from yeah. you know nostalgia. Yeah, and and tributes. There's loads of tributes. Is there? Yeah, and and it just seems a it's little a bit of a waste of resource. Yeah, you know, that's such a great venue. Yeah, yeah, I've been there a few times. I mean, I've probably not been there for thirty years or so. Yeah. yeah, that's when it was for me. That was when that place was just buzzing every yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. Because it's, 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 I don't know how many, it's probably old, about 500, 600, is it? No, it's a bit bigger than that. I think it's, it? I think it's uh, about 750 or 800. Yeah. 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 So I'm, I'm a bit of a new model army fan, and I think they'll be playing oh, there soon. They are coming up again, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Seen them there a couple of times. Yeah, a lot of bands from the 80s. Yeah. I, I, late eighties, early nineties played there, didn't they? Yes, you know, a lot yeah, of goth, yeah. goth bands, I mean, all, a lot of punk you know, bands. All the names, post-punk bands, all the names there. through yeah. the nineties, they, they all came through. You know, all, yeah. the, all the big names, Blur yeah. and Oasis and all yeah. those guys. You know, they yeah on the way up played there on the way up yeah yeah I remember seeing a band there called Loop they're like a psychedelic yeah. band that was really yeah. really good I might even have been at that yeah well that was really blasting yeah. yeah that was a great yeah, yeah, gig yeah. that was yeah. yeah Terry Bickers Terry Bickers is that a, he was your man yeah was he yeah, excellent excellent uh, what's the next track you're going to play for us uh, we're going to play what's that one what do you fancy Mother Earth uh, a song called Mother Earth yeah uh, obligatory sort of Look after the world type song. Bit late. <laughs> Off you go. Goes a bit like this. Well, I met a tiger. I asked him to score. He said, I kill you. Then I eat you. Don't ask me no more. I met a politician. I asked him the same. He said, The world is full of problems. And you are to blame. Kiss every time Man bites the hand of Mother Earth As she feeds him And the well it runs dry Man is still thirsty And he cuts another vein And he bleeds her He cuts another vein And he bleeds her I met a child with a diamond and what it's for To make rich folks richer Keep the rest of us poor And I met an 
nothing left Cause every time A man bites the hand of Mother Earth As she feeds him And well it runs dry A man is still thirsty And he cuts another vein And he bleeds her He cuts another vein And he bleeds her gonna snow cold this winter forever so I better lay low I asked the newsman what happened here said it's none of your business are you a commie or a queer are you a commie or a queer are you a commie or a queer She feeds him And well it runs dry Man is still thirsty And he cuts another vein And he bleeds her Cuts another vein And he bleeds her Dry He bleeds her dry Thank you very much. A shout out to uh, Rico Burrows and a shout out to uh, Stuart Inger. Stuart Inger says hello from Nottingham. Sounding great here, guys. Thanks for always listening and uh, watching the show. So I take it, Steve, you're the main songwriter in the band. Uh, yeah, shared duties. Um, Matthew's not here tonight. Mm-hmm. Writes writes some cracking tunes. So how do you, how do you go about writing songs? Uh, I always start with one line. If I can get it, get one line. Well, lyrics first. Yeah, one line of lyrics. Nice little guitar part or huh? piano part or something. Squish them together and see what comes out. Um, I, 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 I tend to write uh, using using recording stuff, so I'll, I'll you know block things out like Lego and and then sort of chop them about and see how it goes. So it's, it's a lot easier than the old days for me uh, doing it that way because I can sit there and and you know put a part down and, and then just go over and over and over it and come up with new bits to go yeah, on Yeah, yeah, yeah. In the old days, it's just a guitar and a voice and you sit there and, you know, in your bedroom... Or, or with a cassette player or something. Or a cassette, yeah. or a cassette recorder yeah, or something yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah. 
and recording it. So, so now you're using like software of some sort. Yeah, yeah. yeah. The, the wonders of you know home recording is. Yeah, yeah. What software do you use? Uh, I use one called Reaper. Uh, I think I've heard of it. Yeah, it's really. Yeah. I mean, they 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 all seem to look the same to me. I don't know, but I, I, I use that one. It was it was pretty cheap and it works. Because so. you, you can sort of slide it along, can't you? And like, yeah. move yeah, your yeah. waves and put instruments in and this, yeah. that, and the other. Yeah. Well, it's well, the hardest thing to do with anything like that is like record the vocals once you've got all stuff done, really. Yeah, I mean. Um, Mind you, you're doing the vocals as you go along. It's not so bad, is it? No, it's it's it's. it's you know, and just just bang things down, and and, and it doesn't matter, does it? Because you're no. paying for time, so yeah, yeah, just yeah. Throw any old stuff at it, and and see what comes out. And build it. So, how long does it usually take you to? Songs take forever. They take forever. We're so slow at writing songs. We've got. Um, I mean, the the, the 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 album. Most most of the songs we're doing tonight are, are off an album we uh, finished mm. last year. Some of those songs we started writing them ten years ago. No. Yeah, it's that slow we, we, we're not a productive band <laughs> so how often do you gig and stuff like that um lately not that not that often yeah because you're obviously missing members circumstances we haven't been able to gig for a while but um prior to that yeah we, we get about and you know mostly local stuff and mm. just get yeah. out there and you, have, have you have you got the idea in your head you're going to rebuild the band again yes yeah 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 we got some we got some folks who are going to come on board and join in and uh, we're, we're sort of at the point now where we need to get get cracking, get on with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what's the next one you're going to do for us? Next one, Aspidistra. Yeah, the next Aspidistra. One. This will be an interesting one. Aspidistra. Yeah. Uh, okay. <laughs> To the Aspidistra You can slip them under the mat When you leave Next to my soul By the medicine jar I'm all out of faith And believe There's no time for hate, division, and greed. 
Tricky that one. Oh, I still think you did very well. Well done. Thank you so much. I mean, and that's the distro was something your nan used to have, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> every 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 Victorian terrace needs an aspidistro. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and now sort of like nineteen seventies style house plants have come back. Like people have, are buying like cheese plants and rubber plants and stuff like that. We, I tell you what, I'm going to plug somebody now. If that's all right. Yeah, we've you got, go away, plug in. We've got the most awesome plant shop in Northampton. This is the most rock and roll thing I'll say tonight. <laughs> <laughs> There's a little shop in Northampton called Not Another Jungle, and I honestly, I walk past that place. I can't walk past without stopping and looking through the window. It is like a jungle. It's yeah. a beautiful shop front, and yeah. it's nothing to do with that song. But, but uh, have you bought any plants from there? Yeah, 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 yeah. The wife spends a bit of, bit of cash in there. Yeah. Well, I think it's a bit of, a bit back in fashion now. It's a bit of all the rage, isn't it? Apparently, plants are, plants are good. They clean the air. Yeah, yeah. I've got a few more shout outs. A shout out to. Uh, Paul Hudson, a shout, uh, shout out to Nelson uh, Lopez Chifono, a shout out to uh, Holly May, and a shout out to the guys. Holly May, that's my girl. Yeah. Big shout out to Holly May, and a shout out to RJ Archer and the uh, Painful Memories uh, of band. So, how long have you been uh, playing the drums in Mark? Me, always. Always? I, yeah, always. I, uh, I started playing drums when I was 15. What inspired you to take up the drums? My dad was a drummer. Was he? Yeah, my dad was a drummer, and I started playing when I was 15. Did my first professional gig when I was 16. No. And, uh, yeah, that's been my job ever since. A professional drummer? Yep. Well, yeah, drummer for about 25 years, and but musician, yeah. Oh, excellent. So you're one of these lucky people who make a living out of... Sorry? Have you got any name, big names you can drop in who you're drummed for? On this, on the other? Yeah, a few. Go on, then, off you go. No. <laughs> Come on! Um, I don't know, I did... Yeah, I've done bits and pieces. Bits and pieces through. Come on, let it count. Annie Lennox. I did some work with did Annie Did you? Lennox. Oh, that's fantastic. with Annie Lennox, and... Uh, I don't know what he's doing hanging about with me. <laughs> <laughs> I've done some stuff with Mark Armand... Excellent. Um, Gabrielle. Oh. Um, yeah. So you're a proper yeah. session musician then? I, I was. I'm not so much now. I mean, I, in the, the, the 80s, I, I did a lot of sort of session playing mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, but I spent... I probably spent most of my career as a writer and producer. And ah. sort of off the back of that, I found myself doing various sort of sessions and things because the way recording works these days is 
you know, everybody doesn't converge on a big studio and, you know, it doesn't work like that. People tend to do bits and pieces as and when, you know, and, and myself, like a lot of drummers, have a... <coughs> excuse me, I've got a studio at home. Yep. Um, where I do a lot of a lot of stuff, but I do a lot of drumming there and so I do what's, you know, what they call remote sessions where I'll... People send me tracks and I'll play on them and send them back or... You know, mm. I get people. So didn't have to, you don't even have to hold the drum kit around anymore. No, no, you don't. I've got a massive, great big drum kit that's all in different pieces, and I just get out the the bits I need, which is nice. So, yeah, yeah. I don't like. I'm, you know, these days if I have to go out and do a gig, I don't really like it. <laughs> unless, I, unless I've, you know, I'm lucky enough to have a bloke who carries things around for me a roadie and stuff like well that. sometimes yeah, yeah yeah not always i found when i was just being a band that i used to be helping the drummer quite a bit because obviously the vocalist ain't got very much gear so if the drummer's got a big kit you like you feel guilty standing there watching them haul it all in so like yeah, but you tend to tend to give them a hand in my experience the second you play the very last note you look up and everybody's gone and you're just there by yourself <laughs> they're all at the bar and chatting up the girls and you're there Breaking the kick unscrewing down. Unscrewing little things and making sure, you know, you always drop a bit that you can't find and something will bounce under the stage. And Oh, yeah. 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 And, uh, you know, the, the venue will be on double yellow lines and it'll be raining and you'll have to walk for half a mile to pick. Yeah, it's horrible. Don't well, do I it. Mean, we, Don't do it, really kids. That's, Get a proper job. That's your apprenticeship, isn't it? All that sort of thing, you know, if you're not suffered like one man and a dog and all that sort of thing. And Yeah, I, mean, I, think, I think it does make a, a massive difference you know actually doing all that stuff you know when yeah. people say things like all oh, the beatles recorded their first album in a day you know they didn't really they spent about seven years practicing you know and <laughs> well yeah they did out in germany and places exactly like yeah, exactly yeah. you know and uh, there's definitely a lot to be said for doing that i mean it's it's not as easy to do that as it was you know there aren't that many places to play you know when i was when I was a kid, if you wanted to hear music somewhere, it was a band, you know. Yeah, it of course. It wasn't somebody playing records. No. It was, yeah. It was a band, and, like, even in, you know, little towns and little villages, there would be a hotel that, over the weekend, would have a band in, yeah. and there would be a dance yes. and an event, you know. It was... Uh, a lot more sociable, though. It was, but I say, I, gr I grew up... My dad was a drummer, mm. and... Uh, what sort of bands did he play in? Well, he played... Um, he played jazz mainly, mm. um, sort of fifties, sixties. In the late sixties, he got a resident in Peterborough. He got a job in Peterborough playing at casino. No, in Peterborough, yeah. God, oh, where he did, he worked every single night. Um, Christmas, you know, New mm. Year, he worked every night. In this casino. As well, a, as I wonder if anybody's musician. listening, especially Michael Day, because he listens quite a lot. He's a, he's a bit older than me. Can you remember where a casino was in Peterborough then? Or this, anybody listening remember where a casino was? This would have been from the early 60s to yeah. the late 60s. The licensing laws changed with casinos, and all of a sudden they couldn't have music and stuff. Like, yeah. yeah, that was my my dad's job. My dad used to, you know... But did he enjoy it? Um... Well, he was a music teacher during the day. By yeah. that time, you know, and he'd got a couple of kids, he decided he ought to get a proper job. So yeah. he worked in a secondary school as a music teacher. 
which I think at the time used to pay about 11 quid a week. Quite a lot of money then. Yeah, but working in the casino, he used to get £46 a week. Oh. So I think he enjoyed it. Yeah, oh, definitely. Of, the, the, yeah, the casino the was more he lucrative. Paid him four times more than his day <laughs> job. So, yeah, he did it for years. Mm. And, uh, and I just, I mean, say growing up as a kid, me and my brother just thought everybody's dad was a musician. You just. Yeah. Because it was just natural in your yeah, household. Yeah, just thought that's what yeah. everybody did. Yeah. What was the name of the first band you was in? Can you remember? Or- Me, the very first band yeah. I was in. Oh, blimey. Um, I played in a couple of bands in Peterborough when I was about 14 or 15. I think I played in a band with a name like... I think they were called Hot Sauce or something <laughs> like that. <Yeah. laughs> Sounds good. I can't... I was doing a, I was doing a gig last year in... In, in Canterbury, yeah. in a in a theatre in Canterbury, and the, somebody in the audience started heckling me, and it was it turned out to be the bass player from that band <laughs> in Peterborough. <laughs> he came and apologised after, but yeah, interesting. Yeah, that's, um, I don't remember much beyond that. I didn't. Hot sauce ain't too bad anyway. It was something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And there's probably somebody out there who'll remember. Not remember. What about you, Steve? What was the name of the first band you was in? First band I was in uh, was The Charm. Charm. We used to do. Name, we used say. to do house gigs. Ugh. We used to go, kind of go out every weekend and play at a party in a house uh, until they got. You know, they always got stopped. Of course, yeah, yeah, because too much noise and, and stuff like that. Turner, and there was there were there were. Little terraced houses, you know, and, and you got the singer standing on a cast iron mantelpiece. <laughs> on the oh, that sounds absolutely brilliant! Yeah, they, wow. were, they were good fun. Well, in them days, they didn't confiscate your equipment like they do now. Did they, they didn't. No, no they just come around knocking the door, just, saying, "Shut give up!" Us, give us a good old talking to. Yeah. Oh, not you lot again. You know, I'm yeah. sure we met you last week. Yeah. <laughs> What's the next track you're going to play for us, guys? Uh, next tune we're going to play is Pablo. Um, as a story about this. Go on, then. So, so our, our bass player, Ed, one day sent me a little Facebook thing with a, with a story from an American newspaper about a clown in the Midwest who'd been struck by lightning twice. Uh, and, and for ages, I, I thought I'd dreamt it. I did, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd sort of forgotten about it. And then thought, I, I, I went back to him. I said, oh, I've written this tune, right? And it, it's like, imagine if there was a clown and he was struck by lightning twice and he'd be, would he be the most, the luckiest clown or the most unlucky yeah. clown on earth? And he said, yeah, I know, I, I, I sent you that story, like, last year. And it's got oh, to your subconsciousness. Yeah. Yeah. It's a true story. Yeah, true yeah. story, apparently, yeah. yeah. Um, I, reckon he's, I reckon he's pretty unlucky myself, personally, yeah. So... When the rain comes down And the circus rode into town Pablo, he looked up at the cloud and said Lord, please, not tonight Ooh, 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 
Wonderful song. Thank you. Uh, Michael Dias, the guitar sounds great. What make is it? This guitar. Oh, now you've oh, opened a can of worms, haven't you? Here we go. Well, so I mean, I it's Michael. Sell, I, he's on the phone. <laughs> I used to sell guitars a long time ah. ago, and I always wanted one of, the, one of these, but could never afford one. Uh, it's a Heritage 535, and uh, it's made by the old boys who used to run the Gibson Custom Shop factory. Oh, nice. Gibson moved to nashville mm. they all said no nah, mate we're staying here we're going to stay here and buy the factory so they bought the factory they started making heritage guitars so they're they're a guitar that's more gibson than a gibson uh. Uh, and I, I i must point out i can only afford this one because it's had a broken headstock and a repair so it's a lot cheaper than it would be but uh, it's it's a lovely thing, a really lovely thing. That's what it was like a vintage guitar that they would have played around in the fifties yeah. style. Yeah, I mean it's yeah. that kind of thing. It's, it's based on a, a Gibson three three five. The amp's nearly as old as me. That's that's a nineteen seventy, uh, hand hand built in Canada. A thing called a Trainor, mm. made by Pete Trainor. Um, Did you deliberately uh, hunt down the amp as well? Say again, Did sorry? you deliberately hunt down the the amplifier as well? Search it out. Uh, I, I, I bought one of those again for, for budget reasons. Mm. Um, the, 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 the sort of holy grail for guitar amps for me is that uh, Fender Deluxe Reverb. It's a, a, a low powered, not a big amp. Mm-hmm. And you, you crank it, it makes such a vicious, vicious tone. And these are essentially the same circuit. Uh. Um, and and, and I, get, I get that for sort of half the price of one of those Deluxe Reverbs. So. 
Nice, nice. Yeah, so I ha- like old kit. Old kit's nice. It always sounds better. Yeah, yeah. I we're, mean, all is that, is, of, we're all fans of old, old gear. Yeah. Yes. My house is full of it. Well, my and, studio. And, my studio. Uh, antiques or... No, no. My, no, my I've got audio is, equipment. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've got a massive collection of vintage microphones and vintage snare drums. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you, are you a big fan of analog recording then? Yes, I am. I'm, when I first started recording, it was in the in the days of analog. Yeah. And as as things transitioned into becoming digital, it was all very exciting because all of a sudden everything was much much quicker. Yeah. Um, but as everybody sort of adopted the digital way of doing things after a couple of years we all started realizing that it didn't sound quite as good it, would, it was it was cheaper and it was more convenient yeah. and it was quicker but it it just didn't sound as what good what do you do sanitize the sound um yes to a certain extent um it's dig- i mean digital and analog you know whether it's television or anything you know the analog version is sort of warm and fuzzy, yeah. And the digital version—it's—it's it's like you know, if you if you watch movies on a digital TV, they tend to look a bit like a an episode of Coronation Street. You know, they don't have the same sort of filmic quality. If anything, mm. there's slightly too much detail, and it's kind of the wrong kind of detail. Well, now, seeing now people buying, seeing look, people's blackheads. <laughs> no, but you can see that people are wearing makeup. Do you know what oh, I mean? Oh, yeah, yeah. See, the lighting's not very good. You can see that the light is not real. Yeah. And yeah. it's that thing with... For me, I mean, I, my studio is digital, hmm. but the, the beginning of the chain is analogue, so I have a collection of vintage analogue microphones and I have a collection of very good uh, analogue preamps hmm. so that at least getting the signal in... Yeah. is, uh, you know, you, you you know you're getting a good quality analogue signal. And yeah. then you use the... Uh, don't get me wrong, there's nothing wrong. You know, digital equipment is great these days. But, you I, you know, you can use the the digital side of things to kind of mould what you've got. But oh. if you... It's it's like Steve was saying, if, you, if you've got a great guitar, then that's always a good place to start, you know, and a good microphone and a good preamp and a good snare drum or whatever, it's always a good place to start. Yeah, see, Paul, our, our man over there who's doing the mixing, he, he won't use a digital desk at all, will you, mate? No, <laughs> he's changed his tune that. now. <laughs> I understand that. I mean, I... <sighs> did... Yeah, I mean, digital stuff is is great, particularly now... Um, because they've kind of they've tried they've made an effort to make it sound like it's analog, <laughs> and that's, and that's the thing. Yeah, you've got like an, an analog yeah. plugin. Yeah, um, and so I mean, when I you know I use a lot of the plugins I use in my studio are replicas of you know a Neve ten seventy three, but the difference is there's a switch and you can switch off the mains hum, which you couldn't <laughs> do before. You know, but. So yeah, it's it's. I think most engineers and most producers and people will tell you that the the best thing is a, is, is a combination of analog and mm. digital, you know. And uh, it's 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 that it's that thing like um, 
writing a book with a pen and paper or writing a book with a word processor. Yeah. You know, if if you're a rubbish writer, it's still going to be rubbish. That's true, isn't it? I mean, yeah, I mean, you, know. you ain't going to make a bad song good, are you? Exactly. Either no. way. It's, 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 it's making stuff sound good and, you know, just starting starting with the with the right tools and mm. but yeah there's there's obviously there's no substitute for ability or talent you know yeah cool so, i've got a few more comments uh dog's teeth say uh, sounding great dudes and uh thanks dog's teeth yeah and uh michael day still oh, back in the day i bought a gibson uh bass in a second hand shop in uh, london so uh, you still got it michael what are you doing with it goes back a long way does michael and he's been around and he listens in his week every week bless him that'll be worth a few quid now yeah. there's, a, there's a friend of ours in northampton a, a bass player uh, who's uh, a huge fan of vintage gibson basses mm. uh, which is weird because not many bass players seem to like gibson mm. basses but he's got a fabulous collection of gibson basses I mean, I watch. I mean, change the, I watch porn stars, and somebody comes walking in with a, a mad guitar, you know. And some of these guitars are crazy money, aren't they? Literally crazy money. You yeah, know. they can be. Right. So, be. I've, been, so, I've been trying to sell a couple, and nobody's buying them. <laughs> 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 I've got one. I've got one. One that's coming up fifty years old. Yeah. Um, that's you know, it came out of a Leo Fender factory. Mm-hmm. I thought I'm gonna. I'm, I'm never gonna sell that. Yeah, I, I never use it, so I thought I'll sell that. Is that yeah. Music man. Yeah. Mm. Ah, music man. Yeah, and uh, yeah, it's been sat on eBay for months and months and months. Not a sniff. Mm-mm. Kids today, they know nothing. Uh, <laughs> they're all into rap. That's what it is. <laughs> <laughs> now nah, there's plenty of young bands man. What's the next track, track you're gonna play for us? Uh, we're gonna play Anna Lou. Is Anna it Lou, next? Yeah, it's on the sort list. Loose, loosely based on "Jilted at the Altar" theme. Mm. Close enough.
To uh, Susan Briggs Doctor Parker, famous listening and watching the show. Uh, Michael Day comments. Uh, you remind the boys remind me of Creedence Clearwater Revival. Is any? Oh, I take that. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I would take that one. Yeah. Yeah, great band. Did they influence you in any way? I thought there's a bit of Kinks in there. Yeah, Kinks. Kinks. It's, uh, I think I he know. writes kinksy songs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I've, I've been, that's, that has been said before. Yeah. I, I think you know. Kinksy. <laughs> it's, a, it's a great compliment if 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 they do. Yeah, well, you're quite witty with your lyrics, aren't you? It, you know, so and that's, Ray, that's why Ray, it takes a long to write. And Ray Davis is twisted a, as well. Yeah. <laughs> Ray Davis is a is a clever lyricist. He's, uh, he's a fantastic songwriter. Still is. Yeah, um, there's a there's an album he he, he put out. Pro- probably about twenty years ago. It seems like five years. Yeah. ago. Working Man's Cafe. Mm-hmm. Check that out. That is just. Absolutely. I'll see if I find it in a world class. It pops up in a charity shop, I shall dig it in. Yeah, oh, it's, it's yeah. great. Every song on it is just yeah. absolute classic. Yeah. yeah. Bought Bob Dylan album this week in a charity shop. I'll give that one a yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean? Did you hear his last one? 80 years old. Mm. This yeah. one I've got was 2000, I think it was 2000. No, the, the recent one, yeah. No, this one no. come out a couple yeah, of years ago. Yeah, I heard the most recent one, no. Uh, I, want, I don't go deliberate. I've got a few Bob Dylan's in there. I don't deliberately buy them, you know what I mean? But, but if I yeah. come across one, I'll buy it if it's cheap enough, you know. But Bob Dylan's always been one of those, one yeah. of those songwriters who I feel I should have liked, and I've always tried to like yeah. him, because everything I like is massively influenced by him. Mm-hmm. And I just never got Bob Dylan until this last album. Oh, well, there you go. And yeah. I've gone, oh, my God, there it is. Yeah. That's what everybody's talking about. Thing and is, and Bob then Dylan, gone back and yeah. listened to the old stuff. He is a bit of a... It's all there. He, he changes his colour, doesn't he? He's a bit of a David Bowie. I mean, yeah, they, yeah. He's, he's done so many different styles of music and stuff like that. Yeah. The thing with Dylan, though, is that, you know, all the people in the past 
who've done Dylan's songs. Yes, yeah. And, you know, I'm a massive fan of the band, hmm. you know, and their association with Dylan. Yeah, yeah, because is there not an album that he's written with the band? No, no, what, uh, what's Well, yeah, I mean, he, they were... Were they not his band? They were his band. No, what's the name? What was that? Oh, something the dead, I can't remember. Uh, who did he do an album with? Oh, he's done albums with all sorts yeah, of Yeah, he's done lots of... But he did, yeah, yeah he... he, he, he you mean his he, band that he tours with? Yeah, he toured yeah. and recorded with the band yeah, uh, yeah. in the early days. Grateful Dead, I think they he toured with the Grateful Dead somewhere on the line as well. I, don't I swear know. I was reading that the other day. Yeah. Yeah. But as as his backing band, the Grateful Dead were like his backing band. Really? I think so. I can't imagine yeah. the Grateful Dead as anybody's <laughs> backing band. Not even the Grateful Dead. Yeah, I swear. Band. I swear. Well, Pats have, Pats have misread it. Pats have got it wrong. <laughs> Somebody will tell me. But yeah, I mean, my favourite one is like a Bob Bob Dylan's Desire. That's a sort of like a, a, a late seventies one by him. But everybody will have different favourite Bob yeah. Dylan's albums because, like I say, he's got so many different styles of music, hasn't he? You know what I mean? He's, he's dabbled in country, you know. And all oh, there's no doubting he's a, a totally genius writer. Oh yeah, rough yeah. and rowdy ways. That's the one that I mm. kind of that got me. That's yeah. the recent one. That's what yeah. it's called. I can't remember the one I bought the, the other day. I'll have a look in a second. I'll tell you which one it is. I took a photograph of it because I was like, oh, I'll buy that. Because it's only like 50p. And charity shops are great for that sort of thing, aren't they? You know what I mean? You're like, oh, no, I can't believe I just bought that. Uh, I don't think I've got a picture of the uh, Bob Dylan one, neither. Oh, yes, yeah, I have. Oh, there we go. Modern Times. Oh, right, yeah. Yeah. There's some great sort of rock. He sort of he's, he's, he sort of goes back and plays sort of like rock and roll music with half the songs are like sort of fifties rock and roll songs. Yeah, they're great. Them ones I like, love them ones, and the other ones are sort of ballads, which I don't like so much really. But there we go. I like half the album, which is better than not liking none of it. Well, I suppose so. <laughs> <laughs> Any other influences with you guys? Uh, God, yeah, so many. Um, I, I, every, everything I listen to influences mm. me. Um, I'm, I've, I've been for for I don't know twenty odd years. I've always li I've liked the sort of American uh, sort of underground country stuff. Yeah, things uh, I don't know Americana. I suppose yeah. is the yeah. the broad broad term. I mean, there's all those bands like Son Volt and Wilco and all the others that I can't mm. remember. <laughs> loads of them. Uh, they just they just write great songs and they all seem to mean it. They all yeah. That, they still they they still they tell stories mainly yeah. and like you yeah. yourself tell stories really. Yeah. Hmm. You know. And what about you then, Mark? Um, I'm a big fan of all sorts of things. I mean, I'm a huge Beatles fan. Yeah. Always have been, mm -hmm. and uh, I'm I'm always astonished and staggered that one band could produce you know a collection of albums where every single one was totally brilliant and every song was totally brilliant and so Ringo Starr's your hero is he? Absolutely fantastic drummer massively well he's not overrated anymore for years of underrated sorry for years he was very underrated mm. and uh, it, you know people like to make fun of Ringo but not these days. Well, no, I think if you're in a band and you are, you're in, you make that many class albums, you, your drummer's got to be top it's, as well, isn't Yeah, it? but it's, it, there's something about his playing and, you know, he... The thing with the Beatles, they were very much a sum of the parts, and what he did was a huge contribution yeah. to all of the songs. 
and a, what, a lot of stuff that he did was not that conventional. Um, I had an interesting story. My brother um, was talking to Paul McCartney, and Paul McCartney yeah. told my brother that what they used to do was John Lennon and Paul McCartney would have a song that they would want to record, and they would meet up at the studio, and John would go and teach, would go into a quiet room and show George how the song went, yeah. and Paul would go and show Ringo. Yeah. Which is probably why they played the way they did, because Ringo was listening to a song from a different perspective, you know. Yeah, Paul yeah. Paul would play him the bass part and say, well, look, this is what I'm doing. And so he'd go, oh, OK. You know, he'd, he'd do fit something, with it. Yeah. something that f that fitted with that. And then when they all came together, there was, you know, there was there was a bit of a thing going on. Because in the early days, you know, it, it, it was very conventional what he was doing. Uh, he just did it so much better than everybody else. See, it's nice to know these things, because really, you know, you're in, but you don't really study music from the drummer's perspective very often, apart from somebody like you who is a drummer. Well, my, my, another drummer who I love is Levon Helm, who was a drummer with the band, but also a great singer, you know, a, a fantastic singing drummer. Don Henley, another yeah. great Eagles. drummer and great yeah. singer. There's a touch of eagles in your music as well, though, aren't there? Ooh. Yeah. Well, the, yeah, yeah might, there's that. Might be by accident. Yeah. That kind of Americana. So, yeah, yeah, I guess yeah. it's it, it's all connected, isn't it? Yeah, yeah of course it is. Yeah, songs. yeah, yeah. I mean, because you really can't, you can't play. You could say the Eagles are a rock band, but you could say there was a country rock band as well, wouldn't you? Really? Yeah. Well, they were very lucky and very clever, weren't they? They uh, they walked that line where there's not many people can do that. Where the rock and roll people like you and the country people yeah. like you. It's, uh, yeah, yeah. Or Credence, like you say, or, or Credence Clearwater Revival, similar sort of thing. Well, really. yeah, Credence were another band. Yeah, you listen to a lot of their stuff, and it's very country-influenced. But they were all they always sort of pushed themselves as a rock and roll band. Yeah, they? they're bluesy as well, though, aren't they? Very bluesy, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 But it seemed to be they were maybe the first sort of country band to do that. Let's play it like a rock and roll band. Yeah. And play yeah. it loud, you know, yeah, and yeah. fast and powerful with a big voice you know yeah than, big voice coming out of that little it. man yeah it changed yeah every time i see him i'm like it can't be coming out yeah. of him you know <laughs> what I mean? it's, it's like watching when you you know you you've listened to amy winehouse on the on the radio or, or wherever you've heard her the first time and then you see a picture of him and you're like no nah, it can't be you know what i mean you i was expecting yeah. a really yeah, sort yeah. of large black lady i'll be quite honest yeah. And yeah, the thing is, <laughs> now now when you hear a vo voice like that, your brain immediately goes to Amy Winehouse, <laughs> which is a good thing. I mean, you yeah. no longer, you know, you'll hear a voice like that and you don't just think, oh, well, it should look like this. Yeah, it yeah. Sound like that. Yeah, yeah. You know, you say you hear a voice like that and you, you probably think Amy Winehouse before you think anything else, mm. which it, is a good thing. Of course it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. without a doubt. You know, so, yeah, absolutely amazing, Amy Wallace, and, uh, uh, amazing. What's his, what's his, uh, singer about a bloody, uh, Queen's Crew, like, oh, I forgot his name now. Uh, Fogarty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Dan John Fogarty. Fogarty. John Fogarty, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, he's, he's a wiry little sod, isn't he? He's, he's tiny, and you expect this sort of really, really big guy to be singing, and when you see him, you're like, nah. <laughs> Sh showed, showed him a wife, like, a few years ago, and I was well, like, look at him, she's like... Look at, look at Rod Stewart and Mick Jagger. yeah. Yeah, little fellas. They're, they are quite little fellas, but they have stature. 
they haven't got a powerful a voice as what John Fogerty had. It's no, good. I wasn't going for the voicing. I was yeah. just thinking of tiny men in rock. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, that's it. I mean, I would say the smallest one of out of all would be Iggy Pop. Oh yeah, <laughs> he's taught anyway. We'd have chatted too much and not uh, played enough music, but you're interesting guys. Let's uh, let's let's play you the, the saddest song I've ever written. Oh, off you go uh, then. <laughs> My dog to the farmer's gun. He never hurt no one. He never hurt no one. And I lost my car to the rusting rain. And them shining.
Uh, Not a dry eye in the house. Uh, shout out to uh, Julie Simmons and uh, Liam Vincent and the Odd Foxes comic. Uh, Mark has so many great stories. Hi, Steve and Mark. Uh, Mark produced our album, Top Chap. There we go. Uh, it, yeah, I just checked it. Bob Dylan toured with uh, the Grateful Dead in 1987. Yeah. Oh, uh, right. He had Grateful okay. Dead as his backing band. Yeah, because... 1987. No, that's that's fair enough. Yeah. I thought you were talking about in the 70s. No. Oh, no. Nah, no. That wouldn't, no. That wouldn't no, work. No. <laughs> Now, it's 1987. I'm going to have to check it out because apparently it's pretty good. There's a few videos online as well to watch it. A few, a few, full, con- a few full concerts. Yeah, so I have to give it a go. See what it sounds like. Uh, do you want to play two back to back to us if you've got two yeah, to, yes, to finish yes. off with? Um, come and go. Yes. So, come and go. Followed by Black, Black Water. By Black Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, okay. Go on. <laughs> Come and go like the changing of the season We come and go like the rolling of the tide I hope the years they serve you well I guess only time will tell Come and go like two lovers in the night Everybody need a little hope to cling to Everybody need a strong arm to hold We all need a little joy Step into our lives Just to drag us all in from the cold Drag us all in from the cold Despite of what we are Sometimes we let ourselves down We never look too far ahead, ahead We come and go like the faces of our leaders We come and go like the big old moon in the sky I guess everybody knows when a friend or family goes Leaves a hole when you never say goodbye Everybody need a little hope to cling to Everybody need a strong arm to hold And we all need a little joy Step into our lives Just to drag us all in from the cold Next one is a murder ballad. Oh, uh, called Blackwater. One, two, three. 
My sweetness, she lies neath the bushes. My sweetness, she lies neath the reeds. She sleeps neath the muddy black water. Just a few shallow feet beneath. I killed her in the morning My sweetness I done killed her dead For love is a mean old devil And he told me to smash in her head Under the pale moon I slipped her in the water A raven and an owl did see Ladies and gentlemen, uh, Canyons, really, really enjoyable set. Uh, this is about... Ooh, ooh, lost myself now. Uh, this is uh, Songweaver and a song called At the End of the Day. If I can get the right song. Sorry about that.
anxious ways I cannot sleep at night I lay and wonder why I try at the end of the day To make it all seem so clear She paints the picture Of how I wish for things to be So tight, she kisses me goodnight And whispers softly in my ear at the end of the day I'll always be there for you, knowing what to do She makes me smile Every single day just makes me
Uh, Soul Weaver at the end of the day, also known as the Good Johns. I think they used to live around here once upon a time. I'm not sure where they are now. I think they may, may be well over in uh, Wales or somewhere like that. But if they were reasonably close, we could invite them on and ask them to do a session. Uh, the, this next song coming up is by a Belgian producer. goes by the name of Kubik, and the song's called uh, Impact. Did they dedicate this one to Mr. Michael Day over in uh, Market Deep? And he knows who he is, just like a bit of electronica.
Mark Rigglesworth here, presenter of The Lock-In Radio Show, Wednesday evenings, 7 till 10. The Lock-In is for those who like different musical styles. There's the familiar older classics, as well as the very latest offerings from new, talented artists and bands. With a bit of chat, stories and film reviews, you never quite know what you're going to get with The Lock-In Radio Show, Wednesday evenings, 7 till 10, on PCRFM. What's going on at the Cresset? It's not just music and comedy at the Cresset. We've got a wide range of entertaining evenings to suit all interests. Why not try the Liverpool legends Phil Thompson and Bruce Grobelar coming on February 25th? TV's Ben Fogel on March the 7th. Snooker icons Steve Davis and Dennis Taylor on March the 19th. Or psychic medium Tony Stockwell on March the 20th. Browse the full range of events at cresset.co.uk where there's always something happening. Book online at cresset.co.uk
Well, you're listening to the Doc Mason Show, PWS City Radio, 103.2 FM. That was uh, Jack's Saving Grace, and you really do it for me. I've not mentioned it this evening, but if you want to send uh, tracking to me, uh, please email me at uh, docmason at sky.com, and I will take a listen. Excuse me, I did a bit of a burp there. Uh, this is uh, a band called Jaws of Life, and uh, a song called Keep Moving. They come from Wales.
jaws of life and uh, keep moving. Uh, the weather's been a bit strange, hasn't it? It's like, oh, when I was in my car today, it said 17 degrees on it at one point. So that, that's rather warm for like a February, mid-February day. You know what I mean? Usually uh, it snows around this time, and it used to a few years ago anyway, before it started getting warmer. And I saw a bat the other night, and I was walking my dogs. Early evening, it wasn't it wasn't dark, and I thought, oh, that's the first bat I've seen. And uh, I think that's, that's quite early to see a bat flying about, I know. I'm pretty sure bats hibernate. And uh, so I hope it doesn't turn cold again and kill them all off. Uh, this is a band from uh, Yorkshire. They're called the uh, Dead Audio Saints. And the song's called Anymore.
Oh, Romeo, oh, caught me out. I was nearly dozing away there. And coming up to the end of the uh, show, don't forget Chris McDade and back to the 80s after the news. Uh, big apologies to uh, N.T. Smith and uh, Sirius Vulture. Sirius, Sirius Voltage have not been able to uh, squeeze you into the uh, show this evening, but we did have a great time chatting to the band. Uh, this is another band from uh, Yorkshire. They're called uh, Choke, and the songs are called Until Nine. Good night. With the bombs and knowing I'm proud of an Alex team Take the personal caress and roar Don't live with the 91 thing Take him out of lust Leave him at the door Either way you gotta be But when the wind Is in my place and yours Forget all your past And John I'm the devil inside In the house on the left And you're under that pride And the way it hurts And the way you take it Beyond the bonds of law But he cries like it What the devil love to do When you do something dead Can be making up room And the dream